Hi, welcome to another episode of Speeding Past 80. You know, I've been thinking a lot about family lately. Maybe it's because kids are going off to college, or maybe it's because of family reunions. Last week, I talked about my dad and my life growing up in a military family, traveling from one military base to the next. This week's story is sort of a sequel to last week's episode. This week's story is about the week of my father's funeral, because in the space of one brief week, we spent time with our family in Georgia, as well as with Jim's family in Michigan. All together that week, our family drove more than 2,200 miles, and it was more than worth it to be with both our families in Georgia and Michigan. Today's story is called Acre Peas and Speedies. The week of my dad's funeral, we left our home in Indiana on a Monday morning, and we arrived in Valdosta, Georgia, by Tuesday afternoon. Valdosta was my mother's home, and my father counted her family as his family. It had been many years since I had seen most of my aunts, uncles, and cousins on my mother's side of the family. I wondered how hard it might be to span the gap of all those years. I shouldn't have worried. They were all waiting in the yard to greet us. In my Aunt Mary's yard, beneath oak trees heavy with Spanish moss, we hugged and were hugged by people with faces that were older but as familiar as yesterday. Have you ever experienced the offhand way Southerners have of offering hospitality that is absolutely overwhelming? Soon after we arrived, Aunt Mary said, We should all come inside and fill our plates. Every flat surface in her kitchen had been covered with foods that made my dormant southern taste buds spring to life. There were aromas from smoked ham and turkey, fried okra, dozens of salads and casseroles that neighbors had just happened to drop by, along with a table full of desserts. From the stove came the smell of a still-simmering five-gallon pot of Uncle Buddy's acre peas. These small, oval, pale green peas, we were told, were uncommon outside of southern Georgia because the farmers could barely grow enough to satisfy local demand. Uncle Buddy had spent so much time and effort cooking these peas to perfection. We were so grateful for so much kindness. After supper, one of our daughters echoed our own thoughts. She said, I can't eat another bite, but when will we ever get food like this again? Well, that time wasn't too far off, because the next day, after my father's funeral, we began the long drive back home. We arrived in Indiana in time to spend Thursday night in our own beds. We barely caught our breath before we left for Jim's family reunion in Michigan. Here, too, we found ourselves surrounded by family and an abundance of food. The specialty of the day was an Italian shish kebab called Speedies. These had been marinated all night in special sauces before being grilled outdoors. Here, too, we found tables full of food brought in by family and friends. Throughout the afternoon, there were many comments about how delicious those speedies were, 
and much gratitude for the grandsons who grilled them. They could barely keep up with the demand. Families today are scattered. On meaningful occasions, people are often missing. We long for unity, for the sharing of hearts and minds, for the kind of overwhelming hospitality that says, Welcome home. On our way home at the end of this very long week, our thoughts turned to the warmth and love we had been given by our very different families. Within each of our families, there is an ongoing conversation that continues in spite of time or distance. The occasional gathering is like stopping by the side of the road for a picnic in our very separate journeys. Among us are rich and poor from all walks of life. In these all-too-rare times when we gather, nothing matters except we are family. That alone makes us welcome. When we gather at heaven's table, surely there will be love, laughter, and food in abundance. All are welcome to sit at this table. We will know for certain we are family. We belong. We hope somewhere in the middle of all that abundance, there will be a simmering pot of acre peas and a well-marinated platter of speedies on the side. Here's a book I'd like to recommend. Brian Elaine has devoted a good portion of the past few years gathering stories of how people are working to bring about unity in our world. His book, How to Heal Our Divides, Volume 2, is available on Amazon. For today, this is Ann Cavera. Join me next Tuesday for another episode of Speeding Past 80. For now, I hope there's much unity in your life. Thanks for listening.